Welcome back to Huddle Up. No intro today. We're going to prepare you with everything that you need to know about the Marlins before opening day in just a few minutes. I'm Josh Kelsky with Dylan Friedland as usual. Let's get right into it. The Marlins made the playoffs last year after they finished above 500. They swept the Cubs, lost in the second round to the Braves. And, well, that really all started with Michael Hill was able to put together practically a brand new bullpen after the Marlins had a COVID outbreak at the beginning of the year. And his contract expired over the offseason. And the Marlins hired Kim Ng, the first female GM in MLB history. And Kim Ng and the rest of the Marlins front office, they wasted no time this offseason. They did a great job of doing what they intended to do. They went out, they got a new TV deal. It's worth a whole lot more money than what the previous deal was worth. And they also got a naming rights deal on the stadium. It's no longer called Marlins Park. It's now Lone Depot Park lowercase letters weird but it's going to happen and this will help give them a lot more money to help improve payroll in future years and they can use this money on uh, contract extensions they've got extensions that they can use for like brian anderson miguel rojas sandy alcantara all of them deserve contracts and also in free agency they can go out and sign some big free agents with this new payroll marlins mostly focused on fixing up the bullpen in the offseason after the outbreak that I mentioned earlier in the beginning of 2020 season, most of the bullpen was quarantined. So the Marlins followed with many immediate changes, which helped lead the Marlins to the playoffs, making the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. And the bullpen last year was great, the one that they built in about three days, but they basically completely retooled it this entire, this offseason. They've only got two guys returning from last year, and that is Yimmy Garcia and Richard Blyer. They went out and signed some new guys. They traded for new guys. Anthony Bass, Adam Simber, just to name a few. They also got two more guys in the Rule 5 draft. The bullpen is much stronger than in previous years. Playoff veterans, guys who have seen playoffs, been in the league for a long time, and they don't let pressure get to them. And that's a benefit of having a lot of veterans in the bullpen. Great job by the Marlins bringing in all of these guys over the offseason. Anthony Bender really surprised in spring training we will likely see him at some point this season look forward to seeing him Zach Pop was also a rule five pick Pop has probably some of the nastiest fastball movement that I've ever seen especially in a young guy like him Mel Stottlemyre Jr. really focused on changing up pitchers arsenals adding in a lot of two seamers and sinkers and that's really helped we'll see how he fixes up the bullpen uh, he's got brand new guys now let's see what he can do with them and really see if he can put the Marlins bullpen and pitching staff above or well above the major league average and while I'm excited for this bullpen you can't skip past the Marlins starting rotation it's incredible we're starting off Sixto won't be in the starting rotation to start off the year so they'll start off with a four-man rotation of Sandy Alcantara Pablo Lopez Eliezer Hernandez and Trevor Rogers Rogers was absolutely terrific. He was basically lights out in spring training. Nick Neidert as well. Rogers won that fifth starting spot. But I'm really excited for this starting rotation. And if this starting rotation is terrific, you don't have to rely on the bullpen as much. Yeah, the reason for Sixto not starting uh, in the MLB is that he entered spring training late. Therefore, he has to work his way all the way up to 90-plus pitches, 100-plus pitches in each start. To protect pitchers' arms, they go from normally 20 to 40 to 60 to 80 
plus pitches so that they are MLB ready. Let's go to the offense and defensive side of things. Dickerson in left, like last year, Starling Marte in center, and Adam Duvall, the offseason move in right. Talk to me about the infield, Dylan. So you've got Brian Anderson, of course, at third. Miguel Rojas at shortstop. Second base, it was the big battle between Isan Diaz and Jazz Chisholm. Jazz came out on top. He'll be the second baseman. Really looking forward to that. And then first base, we should see uh, a switch of playing time between Garrett Cooper and Jesus Aguilar. They'll both get great playing time. Unfortunately, no DH this year. It would have really helped the Marlins, but they won't get it. So they'll trade off. Really looking forward to that. Garrett Cooper had an unbelievable spring training. There has to be a way, and I'm sure Don Mattingly will figure out a way for them both to get good at bats. Well, Garrett Cooper can also play in the outfield. So when outfield guys have the days off, he'll go there. Aguilar will start at first. And when Aguilar gets his days off, Cooper will be at first. So we should see some healthy playing time from both of them who have hit extremely well in the past couple years and especially in spring training. You also have John Birdie, uh, who is consistently good at the plate and a very good fielder as well. He will fill in whenever needed. Alfaro behind the dish. He's looking for his bounce back year as well as Corey Dickerson. No DH. The double switch is back. We'll see it utilized big time. And the main point I want to push across is that for the first time in a while, the Marlins really have no weak spots, whether it be hitting or in the field. Yeah, and they're a playoff team from last year. They've improved on the team. The team has gotten better. Hopefully they can make the playoffs again and at least is a little bit tougher than last year, but I believe in them. If they can stay consistent, they have a good chance at making it, I would say. Well, the NL East is going to be very difficult. It's easily the best division in baseball, and they'll have to deal with the Mets, who have a brand-new team now. The Braves are consistently good. And let's see what the Marlins can do in this very tough division. It's not going to be easy. You can watch opening day baseball, which is April 1st, tomorrow from when we are recording right now. And TV is now on Bally Sports, same channels as previous years. And you can listen in on Marlins radio channels vary between counties. We finally made it. I haven't been to Marlins Park in a year and a half, something like that. Over a year and a half. Yeah. We're back. Marlins baseball is back. Watch this team. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Let's see how they can, can compete in this full 162-game season. For Dylan Friedland, I'm Josh Kelsky. I'm going to continue saying it. Let's win a ball game tomorrow. You've been listening to Huddle Up.